This is Kilakosh, and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. Welcome back to the Bad Bitch Bible. This is your creator, Kilakosh, back at again with more Kilakohan. And in this pod, fine and fucking leave, bitches. It's been four months since my last pod, so I definitely have some explaining to do. To be fair, I was in Boracay for two months. We were trying to set up some businesses there. It was a complete pain in the ass. It's a whole other story for another day. Then the second that we got back, I jumped right in, started the good gang parties. It's been a thing every week. We threw a huge one in Recto that was like 700 people. It's just been so fucking crazy lately that I've only ever been able to sit down with my thoughts. And y'all know I hate that shit. I hate being alone in my thoughts. But it's been a lot lately. So I'm so glad that I'm finally able to just pod it out. Pod it out? The fuck? But anyway, since my last pod, I'm sure so many of you guys are new here since my following has grown and changed since then. So let me just lay down the ground rules, okay? If you are any of the following, racist, homophobic, sexist, if you are a weasel, a trick-ass bitch of any shape or form, get the fuck out. I'm gonna show you the door because... This is a safe space for bad bitches, toxic bitches, crazy ass bitches, bitches of all colors, shapes, and sizes. You are welcome here, okay? So I don't want any judgmental asses listening to my pod because a lot of the times, a fuck ton of what I say on here, they're just brain farts, you know? And especially when I'm doing my solo pods, I have no guest. I have nobody to sound off on. I have nobody to agree or disagree with me. So I'm pretty sure that 10 years from now when I listen to these pods, I'm I'm gonna cringe as fuck but that's normal sidebar allow yourself to be cringy because it means that you're trying something new you're confident enough to try something new so that's fucking great right like a lot of the times we stop ourselves especially as women that overjudge ourselves and overthink everything we get so anxious and myself included we get so anxious about posting something doing something or even just like the simplest things like making tiktoks right? Or posting a selfie. Because you're telling yourself, that's so cringy. That's so cringe. Other people are gonna think it's so cringy. But bitch, fucking like, live life, you know? Live, laugh, lande. Charot. But like, live, laugh, love, man. Fuck what people think. Allow yourself to be cringy. If you love it, then fuck with it, you know? If you're gonna look back in 10 years and you, 10 years from now, don't necessarily align with, agree with, think that it's cute anymore, that's fine. Even when you think about, let's say, all the outfits that I wore 10 years ago, that shit now is cringy as fuck. But back then, cool as fuck. So fuck all the judgmental energy. And I'm not talking about other people judging you. I'm also talking about you judging you and you judging yourself for how you're acting or how you're dressing or just being over analytical about all the tiniest little details. Like it makes no sense. So enjoy the cringe, live in the cringe, bask in the cringe, bask in the cringe talaga. But like, you know what I'm saying? That said, as we move on to our pod, which is the breakup manual part two, don't fucking judge me for the shit I say. Take everything that I say with a grain of salt because I'm not a relationships counselor, a therapist. I'm not your mom. So give me a fucking break. Okay, and it's been so long since my last pod. So let's get into it. In the last episode, I told you guys exactly when to break up with someone or the worst times to break up with someone like their birthday, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's anniversary. I even gave you guys the best days in the week to break up with them and four of my favorite ways to break up with someone the over the phone method we have the revenge route the toxic tactic 
the car ride. So in this episode, we're going to break down five of my other favorite ways to break up with someone. First off, we have the text technique. Bale, tapos na yung free trial, sis. Alam mo na yun, pag nagte-text yung Netflix, letting you know that your subscription expired. And they're asking if you're still interested. I don't know with you, but I'm not. On the boy-to-breakup ratio, and again, the boy-to-breakup ratio is depending on how toxic the boy is, we have our corresponding ways to break up with that person. So for example, sobrang toxic, 10 out of 10, then we ghost. So for the text technique, I would give this like a 7 out of 10 on the boy-to-breakup ratio because they're toxic, yes, but not enough to like ghost them completely. Like you still got good dick, you still had some feelings involved, like it was like not that bad could have been worse kind of thing. I love the text technique because they might still try to manipulate you or toxicize you in person or even try to hook up with you, you know? So at least over text, I mean, I know it's not the best and it's a little assholey to do. Boy, the breakup ratio, 7 out of 10. It is efficient to break up with an above average toxic man over text. One way you could do this is maybe joke about it. Joke about being single. Joke about breaking up. Send a message. Joke around. I can't tell you what to text because I don't know your little inside jokes or whatever. But like joke around about being single or whatever the fuck and see if kakagat siya. And if kumagat siya, edi go. Pak! Another way is to use the high school musical, the classic HSM, Gotta Go My Own Way, and see if kakagat. I love the lines from that song. Wait, let me just go over it. We have, I gotta say what's on my mind. Something about us just doesn't seem right these days. Love those. Life keeps getting in the way, and whenever we try, somehow the plan is always rearranged. Spinning bars, Troy. Bars. He even goes on to say, it's so hard to say, but I gotta do what's best for me. You'll be okay. I've gotta move on and be who I am. I just don't belong here. I hope you understand. We love Troy for this. I love how he really gave us the material that we need, the tools that we need to break up with someone. There's so many other lines in this song, but I also like, I gotta move on and be who I am. Ooh, we also have the, you know, I never wanted to hurt you, but what about me? Love, love, love Troy for this. And if you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about, if you have no idea what HSM is, <laughs> stop listening to this podcast because you're way too young to be listening to this. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. You can even go with the lines like, it's not you, it's me, but like phrase it differently. Like, you're so amazing. I don't think I'm good enough for you. You're so amazing, but I'm not ready for a relationship. I've got so much on my plate right now. I want to focus on my family again. I want to focus on my business, my career. Start with something, not exactly that it's a, it's not you, it's me thing, but phrase it in a way where they're amazing, they're perfect, they're beautiful, etc. But... Fill in the fucking blank. I gotta focus on blank. But I'm really tied up with blank. Bitch, I'm already breaking up with them for you. Y'all bitches better tag me if you guys break up with your toxic man. You could even go with, I don't think we're working out. We're not really clicking anymore. You've changed and I don't like the person that you're changing into. We can't really force this, etc. These are really easy lines to just bullshit. And I promise you, it works. Because men aren't smart enough for this shit. Men can't comprehend feelings. Men can only comprehend physical kinemer. But feelings? Ah! No, conversation? Nah-uh-uh, honey. So it's pretty easy to like bullshit guys and trap them into a breakup. Once you've actually broken up with them, block them na agad. As in like within the first minute of the last 
text being sent or their last text being sent. Try not to be texting with them for more than a day because sometimes you can get caught up in the texts. Like, let's say you text them right now, but they're busy pala. So I understand how you can't break up and snip snap bitch immediately because he's still hustling out there or hooking up with some other hoe so he can't even reply to your breakup text. So I would say just dedicate one day I'd say like a 9 to 5 situation. Not the entire day from like morning to sleep, but like a 9 to 5 range. So like 8-9 hours of breaking up with them. Because also, let's say he was available and he was able to reply quickly. But his toxic matches your toxic. So he's manipulating you back or you got entangled in a longer conversation than intended. So you end up talking for longer. But bitch, make sure that you don't spend your whole fucking day just trying to break up with him. As soon as you find your way out, block him. Block, block, bitch. That way, at least, okay na. You don't have to deal with any more of their shit or reply. I know this gives, like, fuck girl energy, fuck girl moves. But I swear by it and it works every time. Okay, wait. But if I'm being super honest, you know what? I love to break up with someone while they're busy and then block them right after so I don't have to engage in the whole conversation. Compared to the on the phone formula, at least this way, they legit can't respond. They legit can't communicate with you. I mean, you already broke up with them. You already gave them an explanation. Isn't that more than enough already? The dick was good, but it was toxic. It was not that good, okay? So at least this way, you can just say your piece over text, cut it short, quick, clean cut lang. Wala nang mahaba habang usapan. Like, girl, not everyone can deal with the emotional shit, okay? Like, I just want to be done and out. On to the next dick. The next way to break up with someone is the ghost approach. So this is the most extreme way to break up with someone. Well, actually, maybe not the most extreme way because I feel like my kind of crazy i would wreck somebody's tires but we're not doing that today we are emotionally mature we're grown so let's go with a ghost approach i would say this is my most extreme one on the boy to breakup ratio because this is a solid 10 out of 10 this is for the most toxic kind of guy and i mean like top tier toxic and my approach is ghost or be ghosted i know it's wrong but it's easy less emotions you're done you're done. You're done. You're done. Especially if you got cheated on. I don't think that people that cheated deserve a full-on explanation. Wala nang explanation yan, girl. It doesn't deserve one. No explanation needed. Just bounce. Deuces. I'd also say it's fair to go with someone that just in general treats you like shit. Anybody that treats you like shit doesn't even deserve an explanation to begin with. I feel like... Oh, fuck. Then that's like 90% of the male population now. But if you think that the ghost approach, 10 out of 10 on the boy to breakup ratio, is not enough, he legit created a new level on the toxic pyramid, on the toxic scale. Return all their shit, don't text, and never look back. Like, actually, possibly burn all their shit, take a pic, maybe post it, maybe tag them, expose them, then ghost. Don't ever respond, just 
Snip snap, a little revenge never hurt anybody. And I know that you can always argue, like, be the bigger person, be mature. It always looks better when you're the bigger, maturer, better person. But the fuck did I ever get out of being the bigger person? Like, if I'm gonna be really honest, it always sucks being the bigger person. And while it works most of the time for my mental peace, knowing that I, at the end of the day, did what was best. Sometimes you really need to let that anger out. And I would be a hypocrite if I said that I never broke up with someone in the most toxic way or I was never toxic myself because we're all toxic in so many different ways that it's impossible to judge another person with how toxic they are, why they're toxic or how they're acting out because we're all toxic in just so many different ways. You know what I mean? So if it means, I don't know what the fuck this man did, but if it means burning all their shit, taking a boomerang, a silly little boomerang of it, and posting it on your IG stories and tagging them, then by all means do it, baby girl. Who's to stop you? Next up, we have the detachment strategy. This is my personal fave, and I feel like I've broken up with most of my partners using this specific strategy. I'd give this a 3 out of 10 on the boy-to-breakup ratio because they weren't that toxic. They were actually almost okay, but it didn't deserve a healthy, happy, normal conversation because maybe they're not emotionally mature enough to deal with one. Maybe they don't even give you the time of day to have that conversation. Maybe they don't even care to have a conversation. I've actually tried to break up with some people before where I started venting and was really nice about it and really mature about it. And then the bitch cut me off mid-breakup and was like, you know, I have work to do. Like, I literally don't have time for this. Fuck out of here. You know, and then like gaslighted me into feeling like, okay, I can't talk about my feelings. And to be fair, I chose a good time. Like I knew this bitch didn't have work to do. I knew this was a good time. And come on, I already gave you guys the whole list of the best times to break up with someone. So I know, okay. And I tried breaking up with a couple of people during the best times to break up with them. And the bitches gaslighted me and made me feel like I couldn't share my feelings. You know, like, again, so many people are toxic in so many different ways. And this is how they were toxic. I love the detachment strategy because you slowly detach, slowly be cold, slowly act weird, but not all in one day. This is the long game, though. You're playing the long game here because this takes at least a month. Okay, or maybe a couple weeks, fine, if they know this that fast. But a lot of boys don't know this shit, honestly. Like, you can go a whole month. You can even go from brunette to blonde, and that man will not notice a thing. You can lose 10 pounds, and that man won't notice a thing. The detachment strategy, this is seriously like long game shit. This is like one to two months in the making. This is probably the most manipulative one and the longest one to pull off. Because you're slowly detaching, you're slowly acting cold, weirder. And what I love about this one is that you give them the space to break up with you. The responsibility isn't in your hands to break up with them. It's on them. Because for sure, they're going to tell you, Hey babe, I think you've been acting weird. Hey babe, I feel like something's off. Da 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 breakup at least you didn't have to bring it up at least you didn't have to be like the bad one here and it still ends up like a semi-healthy semi-okay breakup because you still have the actual conversation it's just that you didn't initiate it and you know it always sucks the bad guy is usually the person that leaves the bad guy is usually the person that breaks up with a person or like initiates the breakup conversation this way you can be like huh 
No, I didn't even notice I've been acting weird. Maybe it's just because... And then you move on to say, maybe it's just because we're not working out. Maybe it's just because I feel like you don't get me. Maybe it's just because whatever the fuck. Fill in that blank. But the key here is that you have to act surprised. You have to pretend like you did not see it coming and that you've just been very distant and cold for some odd reason and you can't put a pin on it. But now that you think of it, huh, I do realize why. And you move on to share why. So whatever that reason is, you can definitely say it and you can definitely open up, but you wait for him to bring up the breakup. It's not on you, it's on him. Because the thing with girls is that we break up with boys or just our partners in general mentally, emotionally, before we do in reality, like physically. The last six months of a relationship, we actually break up with them in our minds already. We're already crying for six months pre-breakup, leading up to the breakup, and they don't even know. Or maybe they do know and they don't even care. You know it's real when a girl breaks up with you or when a girl leaves you because they already spent the last six months crying over you and trying to get over you. So when they leave you, shit's real. Meanwhile, guys mourn months after the breakup. Like, that's just what I noticed. Girls tend to move on faster because they already spent six months breaking up with somebody mentally, emotionally. And then after the breakup, guys tend to go out, drink, get hoes, And then maybe like three, four months, sometimes even like six months down the line, that's when these dicks realize, oh fuck, I lost the love of my life. Thought gah. Oh shit, I miss her. But by then, it's too late because their ex is already with somebody new or they're too focused, working on their hot girl summer bod, eating clean, waking up at 5 a.m., becoming that bitch. So by the time that this man realizes that he actually lost something good, it's way too late. Last way to break up with someone is the waiting game. I would rate this a 1 out of 10 on the boy to breakup ratio. Because honestly, this says more about you than him. Because this is truly for pussies. Compared to the detachment strategy, okay, which is very manipulative and would probably not even recommend, even if I've done it. The waiting game, this is truly for pussies. Because you do not do anything. You don't manipulate. You literally just wait for them to do something bad and it can be like the tiniest thing. It doesn't have to be insane. It can just be the tiniest, tiniest thing that like eats you up inside. Maybe you didn't wash the dishes tonight, but you've been telling him to wash the dishes for a whole year and he still never does it. Maybe he left his socks out again and didn't put it in the hamper. I mean, overall, he seems to be pretty loyal, but every now and then he likes hot girls pics on Instagram that he doesn't even know. But I mean, he's a nice guy. The dick is good. Sex is good, everything's pretty good, but you're just not feeling him. Like, this is honestly for the guy that is so nice, so good to you, but there's just something about him that's not clicking. There's something about him that makes you feel like, okay, I'm wasting my time here. I'm definitely not marrying him. You wait for them to do something bad, can be tiny, can be big, whatever, so you have reason to leave exactly. I'd even say you can use this for people that you don't know what's wrong. Like, you don't know. I've dated people, honestly, and I don't, I can't put a pin on it. I don't know what's wrong with them, but I just know it's not going to work. 
But you don't want to be a dick and just break up with them for no reason at all. And you kind of want to give them an explanation. This is for you. So you choose maybe one tiny thing and blow it way out of proportion to speed it up. Okay, maybe this is actually pretty manipulative. But it's it's one time. Come on. And you're breaking up with them anyway. Another thing you can ask is like if they're happy. Kind of prod along the lines and be like, have you been happy lately? I don't think I've been so happy lately. How have you been feeling? What do you feel about this relationship? Something like that if you want to speed things up a bit and get them thinking but some some men uh, unfortunately this still will not get them thinking maybe bring up one tiny thing and blow it way out of proportion and as much as you might think that this is way too manipulative still i do think that the small things have deeper meanings to it let's say they haven't washed the dishes and you've been telling them every single day for a year now you live together and this man still cannot clean up after himself i mean he's good he's got a job he fucks you good whatever but he can't clean up after himself and this doesn't make you feel good because the deeper meaning here is that you feel like a mom around him. You feel like a helper having to clean up after him all the time. You feel like a mom having to nag him to do things all the time. You don't feel respected, right? Because telling him off once isn't enough. Telling him off twice to do the dishes isn't enough. You have to tell this man three, four times. No, 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 no. You have to tell him every single day for a year. So even if, let's say, there are lots of pros to him... It doesn't make you feel too good. And that's valid. That's respectable. So again, I rate this a 1 out of 10 on the boy to breakup ratio. Not too bad, but there's something there and it's just gotta go. So that's it, bitches. This completes my 7 ways how to break up with someone. And again, if these ways, these how-tos don't work for you, don't worry. Because the best way, as always, to break up with anybody, whether you've been with them for a week, a year, 10 years is through a healthy, mature conversation, which is not for me. So I hope this helps you break up with that toxic man you've been meaning to break up with. But don't forget, bitches, if the dick is that good, fuck him one last time and deuces. <laughs>